Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 23. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man with two hands, Jason Solanez. I do indeed have two hands, and I used them the entire day yesterday during Gasparilla Music Festival, even if you didn't notice. Oh, wow, that's good. Well, hey, man, any, any man with two hands stands a fighting chance. I'd, I'd, I'd argue that a man with one hand could still kick my ass. <laughs> still has a fighting chance. Yeah, still yeah. has a fighting chance. If you love Cigar City Radio, and we really hope that you do, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We encourage you to leave a review in the iTunes store and share the show with your friends. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Cigar City Radio, and you can email us at CigarCityRadio at gmail.com. This week, that's right, this week, Wednesday, March 15th, is our first ever Noche Buena Party taking place during South by Southwest. Fifteen bands. And here to run through them is Macho Man Randy. Mm, last chance, Jason. No more. No more excuses. Mm. We got fifteen bands coming up this week. Well, can you tell me something about these fifteen bands? Mm, I can, Jason, I can. Coming from Australia, yeah, the hockey dad. Yeah, we got the French detective, yeah, yeah. High-waisted, send medicine, yeah. Jackson Boone and his band, the Ocean Ghost, yeah. The undercover dream lovers, yeah. Warbly Jets, uh, we got mail the horse, yeah. That's the cream of the crop, yeah. We got the dirty dishes, yeah. Field trip, mmm. Shark muffin, yeah. Fruit and flowers, yeah. Step into some plastic pinks, man. And then we got the rainy hands. And and when is that happening, Mr. Mm, Wednesday, March 15th at the Stay Gold. 3 p.m. to 2 a.m. There's no cover and no grandstanding or hot dogging because you must be 21 and up to enter. What happens if they're under 21 years old and they try to enter? Yeah, well, then it'll be like, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. It'd be like uh, uh, the, the intercontinental title match between me and the Ultimate Warrior, you know. Why, thank you for your time here, Mr. Macho Man Randy. Yeah, this is very obviously the night your abuela's been waiting for. Search Noche Buena Party South by Southwest on Facebook events or RSVP at CigarCityManagement.com. I got you for three minutes. For this week's Fade Out, we have a brand new release from two Berkeley College of Music students named Taylor Reyes and Carolyn Carlson. The song's called Running. It's a le- electronic indie pop. Uh, something a little different for us, but love the song so much, just had to release it for them, and uh, it's now out into the world. You can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, wherever you listen to music. You know where you listen to music. Listen to Running by Taylor Reyes featuring Carolyn Carlson. For this week's episode, we're taking you to the ground floor of the 6th Annual Gasparilla Music Festival. The festival takes place in downtown Tampa in various parks along Tampa's Riverwalk, and includes bands from a wide variety of genres performing on multiple stages. This year's headliners included Cades the Elephant, Ryan Adams, and Ghostface Killa. 
The festival is produced by the 501c3 nonprofit Gasparilla Music Foundation. To learn more about the festival or the Gasparilla Music Foundation, head to gasparillamusic.com. We had the chance to chat with a few of the performers, some old friends in the music community, and we made new friends at the festival too. Thanks to Gasparilla Music Festival for having us, and big thanks to Michelle Gutenstein for taking that festival PR to a whole nother level. Different level entirely. Oh, totally different level. No, for real though. Michelle, you were awesome. Thank you so much. Thebomb.com. So here it is, episode 23. Gasparilla Music Festival. You know, this is actually my first Gasparilla Music Festival. Mine too. Yeah, I, I just I'm never in town when the festival's going on, so I'm glad that we got to actually go to this one. No, but it was uh, it was cool. It was a, uh, it's great to see downtown utilized properly. You know, yeah, that's such. They utilize the the park space, and they actually utilize the buildings. They have they had the GM with a circle around it. Flashed all over the Sykes and the BB&T building constantly. It was great. Yeah, it's a really great setting for something like that, and I'm amazed that there aren't there aren't more events that go down there. And this is like a really, uh, I guess this is kind of a music snobby thing here, but like when we go to these festivals a lot, um, the check in process is hit or miss. There's times where like it takes forever to get our badges or they can't find us on the list or they don't have the list correct or whatever. We don't get the proper whatever, you know. Um, but with Gasparilla, it was like a five minute process. Oh, it was like, a breeze. Yeah. Show your ID. Here are your badges. Yeah, they had everything. Through. Everything was ready to go. Signs were very clearly marked. So we knew where we needed to go. Um, and that was that was awesome. They had a really easy system for getting in and out of the festival. It was a refreshing process because we could. Get our badges, go inside, and enjoy some freaking lemonade in a hot day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to the lemonade, man. That was some. There was some really good lemonade there. Yeah, um, I, I had more sugar in my system from that lemonade than I'd had all week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, the first stop we made, of course, because we got to the festival probably a little bit afternoon. The first place we went to was the Calle Cocina, which is the food vendor area. Lots of great local restaurants there. Um, Ella's Folk Art Cafe have the chicken and waffle cone, um, which is amazing. Holy Hog Barbecue is holding it down. The Independent had the Indie Grilled Cheese. Got to have an Indie Grilled Cheese. Uh, but big shout out to uh, Spain Restaurant and Toma Bar for their empanadas. Those are some amazing empanadas. They were out of control. I hate olives, and the olives in my beef empanada were incredible. Wow, really? You hate olives? I do not like olives. I hate olives too, but who? Yeah, who, yeah I'm not a big fan of olives. Good but, people, uh, good people do not like olives. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I actually wish we could have interviewed the uh, guy serving empanadas because he was really, really hilarious. By far the most vociferous person there. Yeah, but when we went back to try to interview him, like they were just constantly slammed, and for good reason. It was a really diverse selection of Tampa food. After eating 
everything that we wanted to eat. <laughs> we we caught our first performance of the day, which was Ari Kai, um, a Tampa singer-songwriter. She plays ukulele, very beautiful voice. Uh, she was performing at the Furman Amphitheater stage, which is a nice little intimate spot. Yeah, I like going and hanging out at that stage at night when there's nobody there. It's really nice to see it's full and being used for its actual purpose because the acoustics are incredible. Yeah, and it's just like a really – I'm really glad that they utilize that spot for this festival because it it makes for a really cool performance. And it's a – there you can't see anything else when you're down there except for the performer. And that, I think, adds to the the feel. Yeah, exactly. Ari Kai had an amazing performance. Crowd was really into it. We had a chance to talk to her a little bit after her set, and this is what she had to say. How was your performance? What was your set like? It was really cool. It was the the best set I've ever had, just because the energy and the vibe and the sound was awesome, and it's just the biggest opportunity I've ever had. So it's really it went well. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I mean the crowd here was was pumped. Yeah. You got that's all. Just there are a lot of. It was like empty, and I didn't think people were gonna come, and I like turned around, and it was full. So it was really awesome for like the support of the people that I know actually, and the people that I didn't know also. So yeah, yeah, a lot of familiar faces, but a lot of new faces too. Exactly. That's that's the cool part about it all. So I heard you say before one of your songs you got a new album coming out. Yeah. What's tell us a little bit about the album? So my album is called Colorful Color F O O L and it's basically an eight song EP um, with just just uh, the theme of colors, paint, love, life, and um, it's it's just a, a bunch of songs that I put together after I've gone into my relationship. So I guess you could say it's relationship themed, but it's more art than anything else, you know? Because art is love, so. After chatting with Ari Kai, we went to the Channel Side Bay Plaza stage uh, to check out the Chicago band Twin Peaks, one of my favorite bands, actually. What an incredible performance. Yeah, Twin Peaks is one of those bands that gives me hope for rock and roll because they're young kids. I shouldn't say the kids. They're young guys. (laughs) They're young guys. Young men. Young men who play loud rock and roll uh it's the spirit of rock and roll they very carefree they just want to play their instruments and have a good time and you can feel that in the audience and the entire audience was having a good time and really enjoying it they actually encouraged people to bum rush the stage which might have been frowned upon by the festival but you know it was it was fun yeah it was very fun and in true rock and roll fashion, they drank beer on stage, which was wonderful to see. They did some other things on stage, too, but for their sake, we'll we'll keep it out of it. We caught them after their set. Um, you could tell they were definitely having some fun at Gasparilla Music Festival. We chatted with uh, vocalist and guitarist uh, Cadian Lake James, who started listing things he had consumed while he was in Tampa, Florida. Um, we, we actually can't really replay <laughs> a lot of what he said, um, but here's a little bit of it. Welcome back. You. you know, I, I love Chicago forever. I never move here, but I vacation here plenty of times. I, I got a question. Do people swim in the bay? Yeah, man. Yeah, we swim in the bay. Is the bay chill? If the bay is super chill. It's actually really warm, believe it or not. I may uh, have to leave the festival shortly. You want to follow us to the bay? We'll go. We know the spots, man. You guys want to go to the bay? Yeah, let's do it. We were going to load out our gear, go to the hotel, then uh, either go to the ocean or the bay. Let's do it. So We'll be around. All right, man. Good to see you. Chop less. I'm a little worried, man. I I really am. Like, when he was talking about going to the bay and, you know, 
I was a little worried that it was going to be the beginning of like a Carl Hyacin novel, you know, like <laughs> Chicago band winds up, you know, found missing in Bay. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, goes, he goes to what beer can Island and, <laughs> and winds up in a mangrove. All oh mangled. man. So I, I'm going to keep an eye on them to make sure they make it to their next gig. Cause I'm worried. <laughs> so from there we went backstage hung out in the orange room not the green room the orange room which was fitting because everything in that room was orange nothing but orange starbursts yeah or- orange actual skittles. oranges orange soda orange starburst orange skittles orange everything trinidad james you gotta you got your work cut out for you there. not a thing out of yeah, place all orange everything <laughs> Uh, while we were in the while we were in the orange room, we sat down with Lady Ray. Uh, who used to go by the name Nicole. Nicole Ray is her actual name. I don't know if you remember her from that single uh, with with Missy Elliott, "Make It Hot." This town will make it hot. You remember that track? Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, she's done a lot of cool stuff though. She was also uh, she did background vocals with the Black Keys on the Brothers LP. Uh, she's on Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon 2 album. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's and now she's sort of rebranded herself as Lady Ray. She's making amazing soul music. Really, really cool stuff. It was great to see her performing with a full band. She was really in her element, and here's a little bit about what she had to say. Lady Ray here giving us some a little bit of soul, right? A little bit of soul? I think we're giving a lot of soul. Giving a lot of soul. How's Tampa treated you so Tampa far? Tampa is so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. We drove down from Atlanta six hours, and it's been so received. I love it. Like, my band, we just loved it. We had a great time. So you're going to come back soon, right? Of course. We're, we're going to be back. How was the crowd for you tonight here at Gasper? It was super cool, super chill, but super excited, too. I know I was bringing a lot of that bodaciousness. You know, so they was like, okay, I love it. I like it. Okay. They were giving it right back to you. They was giving it right back. I loved it. Oh, that's that's amazing. So I know you got some new music coming out soon. What's the, what's the well, date? actually, the album Queen Alone dropped this year, September, and we're still promoting that. We're on the tour right now. We're going to Europe. We're here in the States as well. Next, we'll be in New York, and then we'll be going to Spain for the Primavera, Barcelona, Spain uh, uh, Primavera tour. That's amazing. So you get Tampa, and then you go to Barcelona. <laughs> I've never been to Spain, but I am just so excited. I'm so excited to be out here and still doing what I love. You know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So do you think that soul music, is it making a comeback right now? I think soul music is definitely making a comeback. I don't, honestly, I don't think it ever went anywhere. There's so many genres of music. You have, we have Spotify, Pandora, uh, YouTube, and all these other things that you can just, if whatever you want to hear, you know, radio's going to play what they want to hear, but really the real people of the world, we're listening to some real SHIT. You feel me? That's what we're doing. No, we need that right now. We have to be able to be able to relate to one another and get along in this world as humans. And I was saying that earlier on stage, like my spirit was being moved to say, we need to smile more. We need to, you know, wave to one another. I just brought my uh, new home in Atlanta and my neighbors, I go outside and I'm in my lawn and they won't, they haven't said anything. And I'm like, this is so weird, you know, because the way we grew up, you know, everybody knows everybody, everybody speaks to everyone. I just think like, I love social media, but I think we're, it's sometimes it's separating us and we need to come back together and I definitely think soul music and everybody out here at this festival we're bridging that gap and bringing awareness that we need to love each other more we need to say hello we need to speak to one another we need to appreciate one another as humans we do that's how I feel and that's what today made me feel like out here today I felt like I needed to say that you know 
Yeah. You're, well, I'm glad that our city was able to give you that love yeah, you and help you feel that way. Yeah, you, you guys did, and I'm so thankful. Oh, well, thank you so much for talking to us real thank quick. Thank you for having me. Lady we'll Ray, come check me out. Album's out right now, Queen Alone. And I'm on tour, so check me out. Uh, Lady Nicole Ray on Facebook, Lady Nicole Ray on Twitter and Instagram. We love you. So we hung out backstage for a bit, talked to some of the production crew and some other people who were hanging out. Uh, later on, as the day started to turn to night, we ran into uh, a person who should be very familiar to our podcast listeners, if you've been listening since the early days. Mr. Ray Roa. Yeah, Mr. Ray Roa, editor of Creative Loafing, music editor at Creative Loafing, to be precise. Uh, we ran into him and his wife, Danielle. And uh, he had some thoughts on the festival, too, as, you know, Ray Roa would. Ray, how are you enjoying uh, Gasparilla Music Festival today? We're having a very good time. And it's thank you for having me on for the 19th time. <laughs> you sound very unenthused about this. We just we literally forced him to do this interview, by the way. I'm trying not to yell into the microphone. It is a very good night. It is the like sunset hour, right? The sun's down, but the light is still out. And this is the best time to be at GMF, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very, very hot, sunny day. Uh, as Florida tends to be. But now we're getting this nice breeze from the river. Things are a lot better. So what bands have you checked out today? Saw Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is definitely the highlight. Uh, just came back from Michael Minert. They were really good. Caught a little bit of Moon Taxi. Saw Lady Ray there. A little bit of Shamar Allen. Definitely had the gospel choir today. Who else did we see? Lawrence. Lawrence was really good. The Shabooms were great. Um, man, I, I've done a pretty good job. I, I missed I missed Ari Kai. I saw Queen of X. So good. I think that was the best like live hip-hop I've seen in a year, I think. So, yeah, that was really good. High praise for Queen of X. Queen, yeah. of, X, Queen of X is the shit. That was awesome. I popped my Queen of X cherry tonight, and it was rad. Right on, right on. So what's your favorite part about coming to GMF? Because I know this isn't your first rodeo. It's not. I used to work for GMF, so I like to see all the people. I like seeing this part of Tampa activated like this. So um, that's probably my favorite part. I love the sunset here i think is beautiful and i just love this part of the city to be activated and for some how they always get a band that i love and that my wife loves twin peaks i mean that's epic for us so i i, I think that if you're remotely open to music live music if you remotely have any kind of pride in the, your city and the place that you live and caring about it then you deserve to check this out give it a really fair shake spend your day out here and just experience it the whole thing just because I mean, I, you'd have to be somewhat dead to come here and not find something to latch on to. And it's the best value. I mean, it, it's crazy. I, I, obviously, I used to work here. I don't anymore. But it's really an important thing, in my opinion. So I just want people to come out and, and check it out. It's beautiful, man. Are we going to see you in the silent disco later? Dude, we just tried to do the silent disco, but Moon Taxi just let out. So the line is like all the way back to the Kylie stage. So I think we might sneak over when another band starts. So all the, all those people that were chilling out to Moon Taxi, getting vibey, are now silently discoing. Well, they're silently waiting in line for the silent disco, so you should bring the podcast in here. It would sound a lot like this. We also talked to Tampa Bay Times editor Jay Cridlin, who's also been on this show. One thing I don't get about Jay Cridlin is I see him standing. He's standing like right next to where I'm standing at a show, and then he posts these pictures on Instagram that are amazing. And I'm like, where is he getting these pictures? Like, I can't get this angle. Like, what is he doing? You're not the Tampa Bay Times, man. I, apparently, I'm not. So, <laughs> shout out to Jay Cridlin uh, and his photog skills in addition to his writing skills. <laughs> He's just a skilled gentleman. Yeah. 
he brought up the community feel of being at Gasparilla Music Festival and what it's like to be surrounded by so many avid Tampa music lovers. So uh, you've been out here pretty much all day. I know we saw you earlier. What bands have you gotten to check out? Uh, I've been here since uh, kind of early mid-afternoon and saw, I think the first band I saw was maybe uh, maybe Ari Kai, who was fantastic. And it's been a long time since I've seen her, and she's really gotten a lot better in the last year or so. I, she was great to start with, but really enjoyed her set. I really liked all the locals I've seen, actually. I, uh, I think uh, uh, Ari was great. Queen of X put on an awesome set. I don't know if you saw, but uh, she, uh, she like snaked her way through the audience in that amphitheater, like all the way up those treacherous steep levels up to the very top, wrapping the whole way, which was great. And uh, uh, the Maru, I, I'd never seen before. And they were fantastic. They really kept up uh, pretty high energy um, uh, in this sweltering heat. Uh, and they're, they're a young band, but super polished already. That's amazing. Yeah, everybody keeps telling me about Queen of X. We unfortunately missed her set. We were at Moon Taxi, but everybody's told me so far that she was just amazing. So is the local talent really standing out here today? For me, yeah. I, I think this is a, a real top-heavy Gasparilla Music Fest. It's always deep in terms of talent but in terms of name recognition when you have ryan adams and kg elephant at the top and ghostface killer it's um it, it feels a little top heavy in terms of name recognition um but once you get down the roster like the local talent whoever you know the, the phil and everybody who booked the bands this year did a great job like searching every nook and cranny in tampa bay picking out acts that probably haven't played often for an, a crowd this size or for a lot of the people in this in this crowd so uh, they did a great job picking them this year, and uh, I, I think they've all stood out so far. And I'm heading up to catch Bangarang and Roger Thomas here in a little bit, two acts that I really like and uh, looking forward to seeing. Yeah, how do you juggle that when you're at a fest like this? I mean, there's so many shows going on at the same time, so many bands you could check out. Did you come in with a plan, or are you just, you're just trying to see whatever you can see? I don't, I don't make out like an Excel spreadsheet like a lot of people do. I just kind of glance at it and immediately forget what I saw. So I have to glance at the schedule like two or three times a day and just be like, well, wait, what time did I need to get there? And what time do I, who's the first act I got to see? And how late am I going to be? And so I, I kind of play it by ear throughout the day. And if an act is, is doing great and I, I want to stay at their set a little bit longer, I do that. But I try to hit as many as I can just to get an overall flavor. And, you know, here, for whatever reason, if you, if you, if you stop in at just any set for an extended period of time, you're going to catch something memorable or see something that, um, uh, that, that you remember after you walk out of the, uh, after the, out of the fest, especially at the little amphitheater stage. It seems like everybody who performs there always has some, some trick up their sleeve or some audience participation trick. And if you pop into that for every artist, you're guaranteed to see something that I think you weren't expecting to see coming in. Yeah, that's a really intimate stage. I'm actually amazed that they were able to really transport that into a really awesome place to see a band. So final question, what is your absolute favorite part about GMF, the whole experience? Not just the bands or the music, like what is it that, that you love coming to see this festival every year? Uh, you know, I, well, I, I love the, the embrace of Tampa. I, I got to get my indie grill cheese every year when I come here, uh, from, uh, uh, from the, from the independent booth. Um, but honestly, this, this like GMF feels like a, a Tampa music scene annual reunion to me. I walked in and I couldn't even get to the stage without bumping into four people, four musicians and just people from the scene, including you that, that I, I, I don't see all the time. And everybody comes to this, you know, musicians and podcasters and, writers and scenesters and people involved with the Tampa things to do scene and I, I seem to bump into all of them all the time so it's um, I, it's not that I come here to network you just inevitably network because you see everybody who is interested in local music comes to this every year and 
I think that maybe makes it, uh, 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 I don't know, a, a, a musician's festival, a critic's festival. It's a, it's a cool thing that people who love music love. But that's one of the things I always enjoy, is just seeing people that are involved in the music scene that I, I don't see very often. Or if I see them at a show, I can't talk to them for but maybe a couple of seconds, you know? I think one of the things people don't realize, too, about Gasparilla Music Festival is that it's run by the Gasparilla Music Foundation, which is a nonprofit corporation. They have a mission to support and promote music and education. And who better to explain the mission of Gasparilla Music Festival than a longtime volunteer and also local concert promoter, Roxanne Gallo, who, a.k.a. The Bolt. She's been there since the beginning. So I know, I know you've been championing hard for GMF this year. Absolutely. You've been really pushing I'm for it. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. <laughs> so what is it that you love about Gasparilla Music Festival? Okay, so Gasparilla Music Festival is put on by the Gasparilla Music Foundation, which is set up. The whole point of it is uh, it's a 501c3 nonprofit. And the whole point is to um, work with organizations like Recycled Tunes, Little Kids Rock, Instruments of Change, basically to promote music education, and then also to get instruments into the hands of kids who otherwise would not have them. So like in public schools, and then also so that they can take them home and practice as well. So that's the entire point of the festival, um, basically, and the foundation. And we also, also because we want to create a feeling of community that's affordable too. Like it's an affordable festival. The money goes to a good cause. Everybody has a great time. It's family friendly. We're focused on sustainability as well. We do a lot of recycling. Um, what else? There's just like, there's so many reasons. It's great. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience. It's an amazing thing to happen right here in downtown Tampa. Yes. Yes. It's very community building. It's we're putting Tampa on the map. It's our sixth year now. And what's really awesome about it, too, that I love, because I'm a, I'm, if I'm going to be a champion of anything, it's of local music, is they mix m major bands like Cage the Elephant, Ghostface, Ryan Adams, along with local and regional bands. So people who would otherwise maybe not go to a show to support them or even know about them get a chance to see them and realize, wow, there is amazing music in my city, in my state, like in my, in my yeah, it's, it's, I love that about the festival. Gasparilla Music Festival definitely feels like a community event. There are so many people from all walks of life there. Young people, old people, families, just everybody came out for this event. It was amazing to see so many different people just enjoying music in Tampa. And, you know, if you just wanted to hang out and sunbathe, there was definitely plenty of sun. You know, if you just wanted to hang out and eat, you could do that. There are also a lot of uh, interesting um, vendors and merchandise there. So it was just a fun place to hang out in downtown Tampa, you know, right by the river. We actually talked to a lot of uh, concert goers, wanted to get a sense of what people were thinking about the show, what people were excited about, and we collected some of the best excerpts for you here. How are you enjoying Gasparilla Music Festival? I am loving it. My whole family is loving it. We're all going to be in town together for uh, the whole weekend, so um, I'm loving it. Yeah. And you guys all came into town for Gasparilla Music Festival, yeah. right? Yes, we did. Yes. So it's like a reunion of sorts. Yes. Yes. 
What bands have you gotten to see so far? I saw Moon Taxi, Dirty Dozen, uh, Brass Band. Sorry, I'm a little, little drunk, but <laughs> I think everybody is, right? We're entertainers. We're stilt walkers. Uh, we're having a great time interacting with everybody here, helping them have a great time, talking to them, finding out what their experiences are, taking lots of pictures, um, enjoying the great aromas. We can't reach the food because we're too tall. That's all right. But, you know, eventually, you know, when we sit down later, we might be able to. Yes. Um, yeah, I just love interacting with um, different guests all around here because everyone's here for a different reason. And so it's just exciting to kind of get to know everyone else's story while we're also telling ours. Because it's not every day you see two, like, seven, eight feet tall people just walking around, like, ready to party, you know. So it's definitely something exciting for them as well for us because we get to share and showcase, like, what we do and what we love. So uh, It's a dope event as usual. This is only my second year coming. But um, besides the heat, everything is, is dope. Oh, well, we're getting that nice river breeze right now. Oh, yeah. so. it's, it's beautiful right now. I love it. I love it. Who's, uh, who's your favorite act that you've seen so far? Um, so far, Queen of X shut it down. Um, the amphitheater packed out. The crowd went crazy. Um, they wanted to do an encore, but she didn't have any more songs. Oh, <laughs> so. Literally ran out of songs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it was awesome. It's been a pretty darn good day, my sir. It's been pretty fun. What, what, have, who, what bands have you seen? I have seen Lady Ray. I've, uh, I walked over to the amphitheater, I think it's what you call it, and I, uh, I saw a guy, a guy who calls himself Pajamas. And he, uh, it was just him and his Mac and his, uh, and his uh, you know, keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Because he was just like playing like EDM music, and I don't really like that, but it was really hot out here. But it was fun. Um, have you done security for any other major events or concerts? What's the craziest thing that you have seen um, working security? Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Fortunately, yes. Keep it that way. Um, so were you guys in the crowd singing along to the Pink Floyd cover? Were you guys one of the ones like high volume yelling and everything? Yes, we were Actually, there. I don't know. What other festivals have you been to recently? Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza 2007, where I saw one of the rare performances of Daft Punk, and uh, I went to Voodoo Fest 2007. I've been uh, yeah six Bonnaroo's. Uh, this is my fourth uh, Gasparilla Music Festival, so yeah, I've been, I've been to a few. So you're a veteran of the of the festival scene. And does Gasparilla do it right? Does it rank up there with some of the bigger names in festivals? Yes, it does. Uh, one thing I can say is that they've got the bathroom situation a lot better than, than it's been. It was a five-star effort. Great to see such an amazing festival in downtown Tampa. Hope you caught it this year. If you didn't, get ready for GMF 2018, the 7th annual GMF, coming next year. Keep an eye out for it. Lineup announcements, I'm sure they're coming soon. They, they're on the ball. So, peace. So here's your fade out. Running by Taylor Reyes featuring Caroline Carlson. Tell me what's the weather like in California. I'll pour you a drink.
Warbly Jets written down twice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the cream of the crop, yeah. 